Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, the word is out. Talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know from masterpieces to deep fried tacos. And if the movie sucks, you might hear them say, There's no telling where the guys will take you. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice, cause we're already. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 653, Free Guys. Yeah. <laughs> Jeepers, creepers. Hey, we do need to get a new arm, good <laughs> lord. <laughs> need to get some uh, Cialis for that yeah, thing. a little Blue Chew, brought, yeah. sponsored by, Real Spoilers, sponsored by Blue Chew. Well, when they offer the be sponsorship. Sure, be sure and <laughs> use your promo code, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid to take something, I might kill me. We need to pause the show for a live read going over to Joe. Yeah. I'll do it. I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just presumed. See, that's yeah. funnier <laughs> when we. <laughs> I do all sorts of live reads, just not here. Oh, the li- you're used to live reads. I'm I sorry. thought you don't yeah. take. I thought you no, were no, taking blue yeah, That's what we meant. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> now it sounds too much like uh, tobacco. I can't. Uh, a chewable. Yeah. yeah. I'm like when you. Sp- would you spit as a blue, <laughs> honey? <laughs> <laughs> Can you answer this question, please? <laughs> oh, that's like old school real spoilers. <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. Back before we were woke. I know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm reaching for the virtual maraca. It's not there. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture. I let's be honest. Dan doesn't listen to this. I just picture Dan. <laughs> Dan he, probably doesn't even remember who we are. That's probably yeah. true. We yeah, call he, him. Like, he hey. is the oldest, and he's just like, "What? <laughs> real what?" What's a podcast? I saw him post the other day, and I felt like uh, the beams of light should have shined down on Facebook when you see him pop up. Anytime I see Dan post on Facebook, I was like, oh. It was a name I haven't heard in a very long time. (laughs) It's like those uh, color episodes of Andy Griffith where Don Knotts shows up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there he is. Yeah. All right, good. He's still alive. Excellent. So uh, I guess before we get into the movie, Free Guys. uh, Free Guy. (laughs) That's the second one. (laughs) 
Uh, let's uh, shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us while you're there. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. You can also leave us a review. That's certainly helpful and encouraging. You can help the show out tremendously if you share an episode through your social media channels. People who were kind enough to share an episode this week, Ralph Tribble, Michael Tonkovic, Nick Charles, Chris Williams, Tammy Sherman Powers, Chris Magic Man, Gabriel Lugo, Heather Sachs, Librarian Cynthia, Brendan McGuckin. Not That's McGuckin. a sister. It's a sister. No, they're very close. They're twins. Uh, Ron Johnson, Travis Tewitt, Chris Valls, Ken Holtzhauser, Epic Film Guys, Invasion of the Remake, Geek Wait, 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 wait. Is that? But that's the show. Okay, that's I just the, wanted to not the guy. That's this falls under the F. Brad Hyen umbrella. <laughs> I was just gonna say yeah. because if we don't point it out, he's gonna get mad. Well, gonna, if we don't point it out, write emails that we're never gonna yeah. check. <laughs> if we don't point it out, he might not realize it's a deliberate slight, <laughs> and so we would hate for him to think that it was accidental happens correct correct no right. we're choosing to slight you brad Hyam. <laughs> that's why we clarify it yeah because we have to until put you cut there. that hair yeah we are going to continue it's not paranoia <laughs> we are against you so just making sure that you know that uh so anyway uh just uh in, in order to make Brad Hine feel even worse, I'm going to just back up and say it again. Epic Film Guys, <laughs> which is a wonderful podcast everyone should listen to. There We've is, already yeah. talked about this. Brad, if you start a podcast and you share the show... We'll ignore that, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have no fear. Yes. We will constantly ignore you. Uh, Geek to Me, Radio, Colby Mac, The Movie Journey Podcast, We Have a Hulk, Binge Movies, Chris Wilson, Ronnie Castle, Matt Neglia... Uh, Ryan Terry from the Forza Crowd podcast, Mike, Mike and Oscar and feeling film. So thank you so much for sharing an episode. Uh, I know I'm doing this out of order, but we also have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash real spoilers and a Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoilers. We're for five bucks a month. You get bonus content and you help us out and we secretly like you better, except it's not a secret. And we have a new episode that uh, Joe and I recorded on uh, uh, 1989's Blind Fury starring Rudger Hauer. So if you want to listen to that episode, uh, you can subscribe to the Patreon. And then I also tried something new last week. I know people have been missing the box office numbers. Mm-hmm. So I actually did my own little, uh, I called it Monday Morning Nickelback. And uh, just well, went over Okay, the... time out. Where did that come from? Oh, I thought it was a fun name. You know, Monday Morning Quarterback. Nickelback is funny. Monday Morning Nickelback. <laughs> Okay, a Nickelodeon. You used to where you saw the movies for Nickelodeon. That's awesome. a long, long. A, a douchebag. Yeah, that was band. my pitch for the name of the podcast was Monday Movie Quarterback. Was it really? Yeah. yeah. Well, take that out. So Don't he, put that on. <laughs> Somebody else might steal that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah. I remember we had talked about that at one point, and so I kind of put it all together. I got and you. Made, uh, yeah. So because uh, yeah, if I called it Monday Morning Quarterback, I mean that's just how many things call themselves that. Like, yeah, it's not funny. So anyway, uh, I broke down the box office numbers, and I did have a few responses. I mean, obviously, we only have a small sample of Patreon members. Hopefully, that will grow. But uh, you know, people did seem to like it, and they like the box office breakdown. Uh, Brent King sent a nice message on Patreon because he doesn't have Facebook, but uh, he said that he really enjoyed the episode and gave some feedback on, um, what was the movie we were talking about again? I can't even remember. Last week? Yeah. What was it again? I don't know. 
Suicide Squad. There we go. Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's a, a Suicide Squad. Man, I got I got to retain information week to week. There, once I watch another movie, last week goes away from my brain. I've gotten yeah. to the point I can't even remember the movie we were sitting down to talk. Yeah. Like I, I honestly was struggling to remember the name of the movie as I was doing the intro. But I was talking about the box office a little, and you know, you see all the people. You know, I won't mention some of the key buzzwords and names associated with this movement, but uh, a lot of the people were like, "See, Suicide Squad was a flop." Oh. Blah blah blah. When it, I mentioned on the breakdown, I said, one, we're in a pandemic. I don't know if anyone recalls that, but <laughs> all the box office numbers are terrible compared to what they should be. Based number- on the rising cases, I'm going to say no. People yeah. don't. <laughs> yeah, right. That. You ain't lying. Yeah. And You'll no- remember as they're sliding that tube down your throat, though. <laughs> yeah. And number two, it, it, it released day and date on HBO Max with theaters. Yeah. I think and, you were and, doing another Blue Chew ad. I kind of. <laughs> yeah. And people, some of the people are doubting that, like, oh, well, they wouldn't have seen it in theaters anyway. And it's like, well, Brent King's like, yeah, I absolutely would have seen it in theaters, but I watched it at home with my family multiple Everybody times. would have seen that in theaters. And, and we loved it. So, yeah. I, you know, it's just ridiculous. So the haters on that movie saying it's a huge flop, it's like, okay, have you been watching and paying attention the last year? Here's Movies the, are not making uh, you, what they would. Stop using your rational brain. Because, <laughs> no, they're not paying attention. They, they <laughs> catch something from We Got This Covered or yeah. Cosmic Book News, and it, like, says, oh, you know, Suicide Squad bombs, and they pay no attention to what is going on outside of their echo chamber. Right, which is know? just a, a, there's a bigger problem at hand. Yeah, and, but it no ex- joke. It extends itself to every part of the internet, whether it's yeah. film or lifestyle. Honestly, politics, I, it's so whatever. weird. I don't. Maybe it's just because I'm so tuned into the film side. Yeah. But like, I feel like I don't hear this with music, right? Like, I I don't I don't hear this level of vitriol when who's a popular or I don't, I I don't know you, you don't hear vitriol towards bands why don't you ask Nickelback about that? <laughs> I was gonna say I, also Monday morning Nickelback I was like eh, that's weird now man. let's be clear <laughs> so we don't have to get our lawyers involved this is Monday morning Nickelback space nickel space yeah. back yeah yeah Not Monday morning one, nickel no, right back. right right but it, like because that's what a movie cost the Nickelodeon Joe oh I got it yeah but like even if so, if I don't know what if there's a current artist that puts something out that isn't as good as their first or is, you know what I mean? Like there's just none of, I don't see this as often with the exception of like TV and film. You know why? Because you aren't anywhere near that involved could, that's with exact, modern music. That's yeah. very true. That's I mean, very, do very you true. listen to Ariana Grande no, and hell no. Lil Nas X no. and you know what I'm saying? I, mean, like, I know that, who they are, right? But, but that's the people. So if you're going to hear people talking about that, they're going to say like, Oh, this <laughs> Taylor Swift is such a departure or whatever. Oh, her new album is this, new, you know what I mean? Wasn't you're she a country star. She was. She was at first. But the 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 discussion is something you're so far removed removed from. from. It's it is funny though. Like my my oldest now sits in the I let her sit in the front seat because I'm not a responsible parent. Uh, But she's six now. (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah right. They both sit on each other's laps. Yeah, yeah. It's totally (laughs) that way. It triggers the airbag. Correct. And don't worry about (laughs) you save save one of them. Right. Right. Doesn't Joe's car have a small roof? Yeah, it doesn't matter because he has the sunroof. They just want the one on the shoulders pops on the other. Yeah, it's totally fine. But like I let her control the radio when she's sitting in the front seat. Oh boy! So now it's just like, oh boy, Sirius XM doesn't go past like Channel Four when she's in the front seat because she's like the fifties. I'm not listening to that. And I was like, can you just? You don't get to Howard 100. No, I don't get to Howard 100. <laughs> yeah. But it is. I have st- I have heard more popular music now that yeah. she's in the front. And I'm just like, this is awful. If I hear a stupid Ed Sheeran song one more time, which I like, she would like it would go to Channel Two, which is like. 
All right, Grandpa and I know. Sharon. I know. I, 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 bad so habits. Or here's what I've, uh, I've heard some Ed Sheeran songs. Has he discovered melody yet? Nope. Like, <laughs> no. Nope. It's just like him strumming, and like I'm like, there's no, I don't hear any melody <laughs> in his. Remember song. what was that movie that we saw with uh, where the the guys they forget the Beatles yesterday, yesterday, <laughs> and they're like, let's go off and make you know Ed Sheeran they. He opens for Ed Sheeran, and he has that one moment where he's like, well, you go in your room, I'll go in my room. And whoever comes out and writes the greatest song ever, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, he just writes a Beatles song, and Ed Sheeran's like, yeah, I suck. That really <laughs> that's good a good song. little movie. That's I was like, a, I like that That's movie. a delightful Yeah, it's a cute movie. little. It is. Yeah, yeah that's a really that. good one. But, yeah, so, like, bad whatever, the new Ed Sheeran song. Like, she'd go to Channel 2, and it's on. And I was like, can you go to like four or something? And she'd go to four. It's on there. Like five. It's so like I just keep hearing the same song over and yeah. over and over. I was like, I go to 36 because that's much better. <laughs> Lithium is where it's at. Yeah. So subscribe <laughs> to Patreon is our point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where we're at some point in that. So. Yeah, we're on there. So uh, so anyway, there's all that. Uh, this was fun, man. Like this is this. This was like a good old, you know, little throwback. Just a fun summer extravaganza is this, kind of the best way I could describe it. This is what I wanted for a summer movie. So this is the movie Jungle Cruise wanted to be. I could see I that. I mean, obviously they're sure. a little bit different genres. But my point is the big summer spectacle with the action and the comedy and the adventure. Like this is the summer movie. Yeah, I would agree me. with that. I, I think I, this I, is great. I do. I And this is we're almost a year past its original release date. Yeah, they July delayed it sometime in the 2020. Yeah. So that does bring up an interesting question that I had, right? What do you think, Tom? It was fine. Yeah, there, I like. I it was fun. Big I, uh, fun. It's like a lot of movies in a blender. There's Truman yeah. Show. There's. Uh, I didn't like Tron. the Lego Movie part. Yeah, I mean, they just the, the, the beginning is just so Lego Movie. Yeah. Where I'm like, why? Yeah. How, why is it so derivative there? And I love Lego Movie, but yeah. it's so blatant that it's yeah. just like the same gags. Oddly, like, it's kind of the same movie. Oddly enough, Best Defense, the Eddie Murphy Dudley Moore movie. What's that? It's it's like it. I mean, and until. Eddie Murphy reached the later point of his career. It was kind of famous for being like the worst Eddie Murphy movie. Oh. Uh, I mean, so bad. Like when he was SNL back in the day, he was like, whoops. He was like, sorry, that was really bad. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> he's like, he, he, he talks about it. He's like, and he's, he's like, they sent me the script for the best defense. And I was like, why would you send me this script? This is trash. I would never do. Oh, how much money? <laughs> I'll be in best defense. And what was it about? That- so it was Dudley Moore played a guy who was designing a tank, like a special, oh. crazy, state-of-the-art tank. Meanwhile, Eddie Murphy is playing somebody, a soldier, like two years later, and who's driving that tank, uh, fighting a battle in... Iraq because they invaded Kuwait. Yeah. This is in eighty four, uh-huh. just for the record. <laughs> and basically they're designing this and the and the people, the company designing it wants to cut corners and save money and Dudley Moore is trying to stop them from doing that. And so Eddie Murphy like it's falling apart on him it's, when he's in right. it. <laughs> and so it's basically like are the decisions they're making here gonna affect what's oh, going on? That's a clever concept. It's though. it's a horrible movie. It's a clever <laughs> yeah. concept. But yeah. uh and and part of the problem too is like Eddie Murphy like it's like never interacts with anybody in the 
in the movie. He's, he's driving just a tank by, himself by himself in a tank? I mean, he's like basically in a tank by himself, wow. and he never meets the Dudley Moore yeah. character. It's, so it's basically like... they doesn't sh- even sit down at a coffee shop with him toward the end of the movie and have a chat with him? No. Like they don't share one coffee together? No. they Basically, no. they shot a Dudley Moore movie. They realized it was a big, giant turd. Eddie Murphy was super hot. They threw a bunch of money at him to shoot 30 minutes of footage that they could insert into mm, this sure. movie. Sounds like Superman 3. With, I mean, ba- yeah, and... And uh, and so it was it's really bad, but it just the way it toggles back and forth between these two worlds. And I think that's that's my complaint about this movie. I didn't, whenever they left Free City, yeah. I didn't like it and I didn't. Oh, like, interesting. I didn't like those two people. I didn't believe that they were coders. I didn't be, like or video I, game creators. Yeah, I didn't that's, like that's Steve from Stranger, from, from Stranger yeah. Things. That's I think Joe. she's on Killing Eve. Mm. OK, she's, and that she, guy he, was in Pitch Perfect. Yeah, yeah, okay. He was so like the friend in let's, Pitch Perfect. Yeah, so going through the cast. So you've got, of course, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Jodie Comer. Uh, she's the one that is going to be in the new Ridley Scott movie with what? Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and Adam Driver. Oh, she's the lead? She's the lead character. Oh, and she's, she's, on, okay. she's on Killing Eve, which I've never seen, but like is... It gets great reviews, It's right? a pretty hot yeah. show, yeah. yeah. Um, Utkarsh Ambutkar, he, yes. he uh, is in Freestyle Love Supreme. That's Lin-Manuel Miranda's freestyle oh, well, rap group. go. Like, apparently that guy can sing. Well, yeah, he was supposed to be uh, Aaron Burr in Hamilton. Oh, really? He was supposed to be him, and he had an addiction problem, and he uh, lost on that. Like, the second lead character in that play yeah. was this guy. He's very talented. Uh, but, yeah, he was one of the improv groups in Pitch Perfect. I mean, that, yeah. That, movie, that, that play is so huge. Like, the guy who did Thomas Jefferson is, like, doing DoorDash commercials. <laughs> yeah. like, I no, mean, he's, he's doing... Uh... Oh, it is DoorDash. Yeah, You're right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, You're right. but I mean, yeah, exactly. No, like, I mean yeah, in a good way that right. like people are that they're like, oh yeah, yeah. like people know this that guy. That character well, from Hamilton should do a yeah major right. commercial. Um, and then uh, Joe Joe Keery is Steve in Stranger Things. Yes, That's, yes, yes. He yes. plays one of the programmers along with the Jodie Comer character. Um, but but yeah, you have a lot of I mean, but I we mean, didn't mention obviously uh, John Tyga. Krasinski, Dwayne Johnson, Hugh Jackman. Where are all of those yeah. people? They're all in the movie. Where? Voices. They voice the avatars of the human players. Oh. So so you've got um, John Krasinski is the guy at the end of the movie that's all in the black silhouette that talks about what he used to do or whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Dwayne Johnson is one of the bank robber avatars okay. that, that holds up uh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Hugh Jackman is the guy that sells Jodie Comer the map in the beginning of the movie. Oh, okay. That has a mask okay. on. That's Hugh sure, Jackman. Sure, sure, sure. That's fine. You know, Ryan Reynolds, of course. Well, it's, uh, it's funny. Spath and I were talking about it, and he was like, "Wasn't was Hugh Jackman in that movie?" And I was like, "I thought he was supposed to right. be, but." And then uh, the surprise to me. I mean, I didn't watch trailers or anything. I didn't know if it was advertised. But Channing Tatum. I didn't know he was going to be yeah a player avatar I mean, in the I, movie. Like that was great. And that's Chris, a, Ev- Chris Evans. That's a, well, that's, yeah, that's the big spoiler, which yeah. I'm glad that wasn't spoiled. That was yeah, that was great. Yeah. But like yeah, Channing Tatum. Like when it when he opens the movie, I was like, "Is that Channing?" Tatum? Right. I thought the same like, thing. Opening the movie, yeah, and that's like an a... extended cameo because then he comes back yeah. for another lengthy and and He's like in at least three or four. Yeah, like he comes back several times. I thought it was the just movie. the one the opening scene and then the scene in the secret. I, play, the I saw him house. in different. Whether maybe it was video clips of them like in the real world on the computer. They showed the oh, Channing sure, Tatum sure, sure. character okay. doing stuff multiple times. Uh, Tina Fey was the mom. Of the, oh the my streamer. god, that's fantastic! Oh, in the background, yeah. that was yeah. her voice. So Ryan Reynolds got a ton well, of people. A, that, did they loop the voice because I'm sure. that yeah. because that was did not appear to be her. Well, they don't show the faces of any of these people. So yeah, yeah, you see her in profile walking by with the vacuum cleaner, but her face yeah. is definitely kind of like three quarters turned. Yeah, you know? we we talked about it before with The Rock, where he has kind of delved. He, 
he's figured out that he, he has found that character, right? The yeah. character that works is the, the smart-ass mm-hmm. uh, ass-kicker. Yeah. And when he tries to deviate from that, sometimes it doesn't work, right? Like, Jungle Cruise, for whatever reason, just didn't work. He tried to well, he didn't do something really, different, and it just didn't. But he didn't do that because he lost all the charisma. There's right. no likability. He have to be... Just being a D-bag doesn't make you likable. Like, no, you have I, to have that Right, right, right. That, but for whatever... The oh, choice, I feel like I'm making it work. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> the choices that he made in that movie yeah. did not work. Ryan Reynolds has also done the same thing mm. where he has figured out well, this he's role. He's Deadpool. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the but he's I, but he's always kind of done that, right? Like Van Wilder is the same. He's character. always been that kind of yeah. smarmy guy that yes. you still dig. Yes. It, yeah. You well, know. right. Van Wilder is a sleaze bag. He is like very him. much a sleaze bag. But you but you like him. Absolutely. He's just a likable person. He's got person. a heart of gold, but he's kind of a scummy guy. Right. And so that's that's his thing. You're totally right. But now it's like the Deadpool, whatever the Deadpool iteration of that is in every single it's, movie. It's, it's the Van Wilder character, I think, turned up to 11. Yeah. You know, like it's the same thing. Except and, here it's interesting because it's like he's doing, I mean, it. you know, it's the it's the Ryan Reynolds shtick, yes. except he's not smarmy at all. No, no, no I, like I want to point he's out. 100% earnest. earnest yeah, the whole yeah. time. I was not saying he, that's what I like about this portrayal. Yeah. This is not that. Right. That's, yeah. Well, that's my point. He's been doing that. This movie, what I think separates it and is one of his better performances is how layered this character yes. is. His yes. performance is excellent. The things he's going through, this existential crisis yeah. of finding out. I mean, uh, first of all, he does. he's just a... Ryan Reynolds plays what's called an NPC. It's a non-playable character. Uh, in video games, they're the background characters. So when you're in a town and you see someone, you know, pushing the cart, you know, with the cart and horse, or someone dragging the laundry or shucking corn or whatever, you know, in some village, it's like those are just the background you play some characters. Boring ass games. Well, I'm thinking no. like the the Witcher, you know, ones that take place <laughs> no, with right, like a right, village right. you go through. Uh, so he plays he plays just a background character that works at a bank, but throughout the film he starts to like become more human and we find out that's thanks to the ai code that was written by the jody comer and joe keery characters uh they were two millie developers and let's look millie and keys keys just goes yeah, by millie keys. keys so they were two indie developers who created this this like paradise of a game where the ai flourished and instead of going around and killing people which this is also a commentary on modern like gaming, Fortnite and grand theft auto main, and this all is that mainly stuff. like grand theft auto yeah. but like people go into these worlds to cause destruction and they're blowing up banks and they're stealing cars and killing people and th- what i think is so smart about this film is the ryan reynolds character is who we follow but everybody in the world is just used to it like they're so numb to it yeah. like you know this is just like the bank robber comes in and they're smiling they just draw you know the little ray howard Lil ray drops his belt they kind of like yeah one of my i love that scene where they're just laying on the floor like face to face and kicking their legs kicking their legs up and they've got like their hands like like, they're in a field of daisies yeah like they're just yes but that's what i mean that the commentary is so great because we're so numb and used to these kind of violence and games and i'm not trying to make a commentary anything like games are bad or bad influences but my point is there that's become the norm and they wanted to create a game where you go in and the characters can grow and flourish, kind of like The Sims, where it's more just about, uh, you know, building your character and their life and making the, things uh, the, better. The idea of the character in life, I think, was what theirs was called, is that the AI or the, the, the NPCs would, you would basically, you wouldn't do anything with them. I guess you could play them, but they re- make reference that you would just watch them grow. It was yeah. almost like Sims, only less interactive. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's like... it. I think that's an interesting concept because when the three of us are in three different generations of gaming, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but we would play. 
right? We're hands on. You're playing the game. You're doing whatever. I mean, I think and I you and I, Joe, are in the same generation of gaming. probably. Well, did you well, have an, your... an NES? Mm-hmm. Okay, that was my first system. Yeah, yeah, mine as well. So I mean, yeah, we were, we're not was that a old. Kalika, whatever. Yeah. Well, I just mean like yeah, I remember when Pong was new, yeah. right? Like that was like when somebody had Pong, and you yeah. were just oh, like. Dang. Holy, excuse me. Oh, fancy pants. <laughs> thought I was the fancy guy for being the first one with cable on the block, but like, this motherfucker, he's rocking palm. Uh, so it's interesting that now that I watch my daughter, who is also, she has a Switch and a, an iPad or whatever, but like her, she watches people play video games yeah. on YouTube. And that's what, that's what, like, uh, all she does. Nice. She'll play it. She'll play Fortnite, which I had to. I was like, I used to think that, that was dumb. And you know, but then when you think about it, why it's is sports. it? Why is it any dumber than watching somebody it's play same baseball? Thing. It's the same. And I agree with you, as I felt the same way. And like, if you think about when baseball first became popular as a, the national pastime, you were listening to people play right. baseball. Yes, yeah. Like, and it was up to the announcer to like make it. That's why I thing. can't give people trouble. Like, the kids no. that watch these people, because first of all, the people they're watching are some of the best in the world. These people are so good at what they do, and that takes talent. That takes practice. Yeah, absolutely. It takes a lot of uh, you know practice and and years of honing your skills. Sounds a lot like sports, and that's what it yeah. is. So these are. I mean, it's a moneymaker too, right? Like there, you can make well esports so much money. Playing gaming it. is esports now. So yeah, it is. Yeah. And and so back to the plot, real quick. I just want to tie in. So these two developers wanted to make this virtual oasis back in like let's say 2015, I think it was, and uh, the idea ended up being bought by this big developer played by. Taika Waititi. God. And uh, I it, don't understand this plot point. They're like, you bought this from us and you stole it. Yeah, that's well, where I was a little confused. <laughs> well, I was like, how are you well, suing? So that's, that's the same as filming Superman 1 and paying them for Superman 1 and not paying them for Superman 2 yet using so the weren't Okay, so they, they weren't They bought getting... the game. He had the rights to that game, but not the coders, like intellectual, like their, their code. Like they invented that code. And that's what made the game run, but they didn't actually own the code; they just owned that product. Does it work like, didn't that I way? See, didn't I see this whole plot hmm. on Silicon Valley? Like, isn't Might this have. whole isn't this whole thing the open like Probably. The second season where they figure out the mid- compression? They algorithm. figure out they figure out middle out, and then they're yeah. just trying to like. I, I mean, that's how this. I guess contracts and stuff can be written in any point, but <laughs> you, they bought that product and they didn't you like they didn't use that. I mean, product. I didn't want to turn into corporate sure. law but i'm just like but if they bought your code they own your that's kind of what i thought like, if you buy the game doesn't everything come along now like, I, I would say you bought the rights to distribute the game and then you shelved it but they didn't say that they said you bought our code and i'm like but well, then he can do whatever he wants but i think it. it's more like the rights to distribute it because but they didn't say that is my they said they always phrases he bought our code but which then, uh, but which another thing i love about this movie though is this movie is easily accessible to mainstream audiences yep. right so they don't bog it down so even though this game this does have a lot of gaming lingo yeah. and a lot of stuff with servers and all that that if you're a fan of that stuff you catch that and i appreciated how accurate a lot of it was but i also was like you know what Anybody can like this movie. You, you don't have you do, to. You be, absolutely, you don't need I, I, to know anything. This is a quibble, yeah. uh, but I but I do wish there'd been a line of dialogue to kind of suss out what was going. I was just like, if he bought the code, he bought the code, right? Right? Like if if somebody bought this podcast, they can fire us and <laughs> and put in three other people. 
and uh, okay, I'll go count my money. <laughs> yeah, right, mean, right, right. But I mean, in this, in this, uh, I mean, in this world and what they built, clearly they, he bought the we'll go rights to another, to, we'll, another one called Monday Morning Quarterback. He <laughs> he bought the rights to put out this game. He didn't put out the game. He shelved it because he said this is stupid. No one's going to want to play this. But then he ended up stealing their code out of it that made the game run and repurposing it. So like, here's the deal. I guess in in the way this movie works is that. You know, this Grand Theft Auto type game, this free city is so huge and makes billions and billions of dollars. They should be entitled to if if they were developing that game, they'd be getting a bigger chunk like this was like. So basically, it's like I can't take the insides of an iPhone, put it into my own case and say, here's my phone. Right. Yeah. But you but you didn't you didn't buy the you but you bought an iphone off the shelf like that's not quite the same thing that's like I, that's where i was confused because i'm like i think of it as like if you buy a if a if a studio buys a screenplay right they own that screenplay and they can do whatever they want with they it. they can do whatever they want yeah. with it and yeah. so like you know i remember hearing a story about a guy who wrote a, a screenplay about the cuban revolution said you know in a, a romance set against the backdrop of the cuban revolution and that movie became spy kids that movie became dirty dancing Havana Nights. What? Wait, and seriously? For real? And like, and oh, the dang. and the guys like it is not the move, but they kept <laughs> like retooling it and retooling it, sure. and then all of a sudden they were like they wanted to make a Dirty Dancing sequel, and they were like, oh well, we could insert dancing into this, and by the time it got done, it bore no relation, but the but the bones of that script was his movie. That's- and so I always find like that, but he couldn't stop it. He couldn't. He sold it. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I always that's that's part of filmmaking that I find so interesting is like the films that never got a the films that have been, you know their scripts out there for like I don't know uh, Batman versus Godzilla or which is a real thing. I'm not making that up. That exists. Uh, like just so like just the idea that there are all of these scripts out there that have been like retooled and fixed over. Yeah, I, I think the the theory is that Ridley Scott. That Prometheus and Alien Covenant weren't alien movies; like they were just Ridley Scott movies. And he realized, oh, I hey could... man, if I put some aliens in there, they're going to give me money yeah. to make this movie. And he was just like, I'll throw aliens. And we in there, talked I guess. about in our Grease Two episode how they were going to make more Grease movies, yeah. and then they didn't, and then they basically retooled the Grease Three script, and it became High School Musical. Right. So I yeah. mean. So I, so I think that's I think that's a cool little. So yeah. let me so to finish this part up so we can get past the first intro of the story <laughs> here. So I guess what this is similar to is games use what they're called engines, and so they're the back end of like what does the lighting and the objects and all that. If you buy a game that you made with Unreal Engine three, you then cannot just use that and put all new characters in it without paying a license to Unreal Engine. So oh, I see what you, you're saying. Just because the code is in there and you bought the game, there are proprietary code and engines that have to be licensed for your next game you don't just get to buy one and then sell a thousand games and like well i bought the first one so i think that's what it's similar to i wish there'd been some reference to that like again but it it doesn't matter like it it doesn't need to be 10 minutes but but, like two lines of dialogue would have would have answered that question for the people who cared but as a film critic you have an inquisitive mind and you're always looking at plot points and stuff to 99 sherlock holmes but to 99 percent of the audience as far as moving the story along it's like that's the the premise that's the problem we have and like no one hardly anyone's ever going to second guess it and yeah. I, I i mean they should have never said that he bought it well that's because to your point though like that's what he's doing be, though right because because the other question City i had too, is shouldn't this lady have a lot of money if she sold that's game? what i thought i mean like, she does have a pretty sweet ass and why does this guy not <laughs> well, have a, why is the he, why is keys not have a lot like they should well, be doing no, fine no i 
I guarantee they wouldn't. Here's the problem. So they had their little indie game that they wanted to get out there and they wanted the world to see. Neither of these characters clearly care about money at all, right? Like they want the I don't con- know, man. Keys' house was pretty dope. I don't think any of these characters are motivated <laughs> by money. His apartment point. was way nicer than her apartment, and that did not escape me. Yes. So, so Taika Waititi came in and said, I will release your game. I'm going to buy it. And I bet you he came in and bought it for pennies on the dollar yeah. and then never released it. So I think they are more altruistic, and they took a very low amount of money for their little indie game just to get it out in the world and be a stepping stone to other things. And I will also say at that point in your career, you don't have the leverage. Right. Hell to, no. To, he said, no, it's your to, first game. Right. Yeah. I, I'll give you money and distribute this. They were indie developers. Like, sure, do it. And then so he shelves it. So that's so that's the real, the real problem at hand here that we kind of un veils itself as the movie goes on is that Free City, this huge MMORPG, which is like Grand Theft Auto, uh, Elder Scrolls, those type of games, uh, but this is a Grand Theft Auto clone for yeah. sure. Um, it is this billion dollar franchise that everybody plays with all this destruction and everything. Uh, but Guy, this character, one day when he sees the Millie character in game, her avatar, something gets unlocked in him, and he realizes that he wants more than just an NPC, right? So, well, he's, he's always he is always talking about the girl of his dreams. It has like yeah. an awkward sense of humor and blah blah blah, and yeah. then he hears this Millie Millie's character walking down the street singing a Mariah Carey yeah. pop song, and he's like, "Bing!" and like that's how it all starts. But and, and it's, it's not, and it's but the thing that we find out, which I think it's really clever, the way it that is it, very it, clever. It, I agree. It reveals itself is that it's not. Not just like he's like, oh, she's hot. It's not that kind of thing. There's a deeper meaning in yes. why she unlocks this in him. And so he goes from being just a bank teller. I like his name's Guy because he is just a generic, <laughs> yeah. right? Right, right, he's, right? He's Guy. Blue shirt Guy. That's his generic NPC name. I love the line where he's like, what's that shirt? He's like, oh, it's a Henley. Yeah. So so it unlocks something in him and then all of a sudden he wants more. He he's like why do we do the same thing over and over? You know, he says hi to his goldfish, he puts on his blue shirt, he goes to the bank, he gets robbed by all these countless he players. He gets a very specific coffee. Yeah, exactly, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, very specific coffee. Yeah. And uh one day he ends up stopping this bank robbery and he takes the sunglasses and Does he do that or does he do the coffee thing first? Well, like, is that I, I think, think the coffee thing is, he goes in the coffee shop and says, "Hey, can I get something else?" And the like the that NPC this, is just like this freaks this out. This was hilarious. <laughs> so so the NPCs are all programmed. The whole point of NPCs, like we were talking about earlier, they do these remedial tasks. It's so that you know you don't show up to this village that's empty. If it's supposed to not be a ghost town, it's supposed to be a lived-in village, right? right? You need right. people doing stuff. So the players are programmed to give a coffee the police are there in case something happens or to try to stop the player that's committing a crime you know the paper boy whatever they're all just there but they only are programmed to say and do the same things over and over so guy once this is unlocked in him the next day uh like he keeps dying and then wakes up in the morning and and he goes to the coffee shop and he orders his black coffee two sugars cream whatever that he does every day and then he goes scratch that i want a cappuccino yeah and it like her <laughs> head may have well have like popped off and springs came out well, of then, it. like, like this, there's just, a tank like turning well, around this is hilarious to... so, as soon as he's like i want a cappuccino she's like what no we you want a <laughs> coffee blah, blah blah and then the cops like start to stand up i think maybe they grab their guns or something and then this tank that's outside slowly turns towards him yes and then he says no i kidding. meant i meant the regular and the tank slowly turns away from, i thought that was so freaking I will say there's the a lot of background stuff that yeah. happens in this movie that I thought was pretty slick. Very like clever. Cars are changing color yeah. behind and like people are doing it. But I thought that was very slick. But so all the avatars in the game that are real world players that would be in it. Uh, and this is very much a gag we've seen in things like Wreck-It Ralph, right? So yeah. there are things like that we've seen this before. But like you have this big 
burly bank robber with a shotgun yelling at people and it's a little girl playing the game right, right. cursing which is always funny <laughs> that uh, juxtaposition there. well they would cut it which I thought was the uh, PG-13 right so the, the little sister would be like man just spoke this mother and they would well cut right it. the yeah. F word but yeah. she says other like less words yes. but it, it's just blow his ass away or whatever <laughs> you know so it's like little little girls at the computer together what I was saying was they all have sunglasses so you can tell an NPC doesn't have sunglasses the players do so he stops a bank robber one day he just gets sick of it is it because he wants to chase her or he is cha- it before he wants that to, he wants to chase her is that the first time he gets the glasses yes because the the deal is is that sunglasses don't communicate with and with the people inside the game so he's so the theory is like what if i get these sunglasses and he shoots this guy in the chest and the kid's like oh no but he grabs his sunglasses puts them on and it's the revelation of like all of they live yes it's exactly like that scene when he's trying to get his buddy to wear the sunglasses i was like man this is they live and that's (laughs) that's nice touch and and it's augmented reality basically so in the game it's what you've seen they're they're working on stuff like this in real life with google glass and and things like that where uh you put on these glasses and it can do searches it can highlight things you can get information instantly Uh, but in the game world it's like pumped up to a thousand right like there's the bank the, heist and there's there's the health pack letters and, glowing yeah, yeah right, all the right. objects you pick up yes. which i like that was a nice touch too with uh he goes and he grabs a health that's floating there that he's never seen before without the glasses yeah. and he's like i feel great i feel like a new man like he basically got an extra life or 100 percent right. health boost it's really clever on the way that it they is very implemented clever. gaming terminology and the way it works into this real life situation like i know it's in a game but this filmed real life situation right. of like what if a person could get these powers uh but he but he ends up chasing her down and uh, he ends up getting hit by the train as she yes. walks away. And then he is wakes that... up, and this is where he just runs in, gets the glasses from somebody yeah. else. And, and that was clever. Did you notice that every time it cut back to him on a different day, he had new pairs of glasses yes. on? Because how would he get the glasses if he dies? He's Without showing you, he's stealing them from different players. <laughs> That's why his glasses kept changing. Oh, I noticed that they were changing. I thought it was because I noticed they got... They, they got lighter and so i thought it was just a oh as he leveled up it changed i thought it was just a plot device so they didn't hide his eyes the whole movie <laughs> no 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 it's but it's great they because are pretty it's like, dreamy because yeah, it's like yeah. how how would he you can't keep the glasses when you die right because right, right. he reboots in his house without glasses so i love they kept changing the frames of the glasses yeah it's just without wasting time on him stealing a bunch of glasses it's like boom it's a different he, he well just, i also what i also did enjoy about this is it's not we don't just stay in free city yeah. Right. Like we've got the the real world outside where this lawsuit is going on and Millie is trying to get keys to join in the lawsuit to find like the the IP that is somehow locked in this yeah. game. He's signed an NDA, which so like basically he can't he works for the company. He right. works for this company that bought their game. He's like a low level though. Yeah. And that's where he want, He doesn't want to go any higher because yeah. I guess he's, they don't he, really explain why he won't go any higher. I think but he's just burnt by the fact yeah. that he created this great thing. He doesn't want to create a grand theft auto shoot him up. He, he programmed for a higher purpose. Like they show, they show a flashback. The exposition I think is done really well in this movie. And one of the ways they drop it is by showing a news, an interview from 2015 when they yeah. were selling the game and it's just on and playing on the TV, you know, on YouTube or whatever when he goes back to his house but they talk about how all their altruistic goals for this game and and everything and you see what happened when it got bought obviously she went and and was very frustrated and has been trying to pursue the company and then he works as a like a text like he's like a a a debugger basically is what he's doing yeah so she's trying to do all that while in the meantime guy inside the game has fallen in love with her machete girl or whatever yeah. the hell her name is molotov uh, molotov, molotov girl yeah, yeah. uh so I like, oh, 
I like all the names, and I also really like how this is a commentary on the toxic online gaming culture. Yes. They don't go super into it, but the way the people act and the way Guy sets them straight, right? Like, th- that's such a commentary on people that, you know, with voice chat and calling each other names and, and all this crap. And then, you know, you cut back, and it's a little girl or some kid in his mom's basement. Well, like, I think Guy starts telling a joke, and... Well, right. And Millie's yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We who, don't tell that joke. Who told you that joke? He's like, I don't know. One of the guys at the bank. Yeah, it's such a Ryan Reynolds R-rated thing, yes. but he doesn't actually finish the joke. Right. So it wasn't even that it was R-rated. Is that it was like, was he was like a homosexual, <laughs> and well, it was something else. Right. It, was like homosexual, also, yeah. it was like a homosexual and a Jew. And right. it's, <laughs> no, but that's, he, didn't get to like, fin- he didn't get to finish it, but <laughs> yeah. I, I think that it would have been an R-rated, super like an offensive yes. joke. But I mean, it was just the premise is offensive, right? Right. Yeah, you haven't even gotten Whoa, whoa, whoa. Anything yet. Like, exactly. So I don't so need to hear the rest. By right. cutting it off, he got to do his thing, but also keep the PG thirteen. And it, I, I did kind of think this was a test for a PG thirteen Deadpool, but I mean, we know that's not going to happen. Like we, I think Kevin Feige yeah. said we're going to do the, the test the for PG thirteen Deadpool is Deadpool. To I guess PG thirteen, the PG thirteen yeah. cut. Yeah, that's true. So she, they, they kind of they go to the secret stash house. Uh, it gets thwarted very quickly. So Hugh Jackman, <laughs> yeah. voices this character that gives her a map. She's she's trying to like pay people and get tips on where the code is hidden that would re- that would uh, help her win her lawsuit. Yes, and it is this stash house that's guarded by all these people. And we find out it's the Channing, Channing Tatum's Tatum character, who's like the badass in Free City, like yeah. the most badass. And so he's City. a he's like a streamer, and he's live streaming much like uh, the Twitch. You actually see a ton of these Twitch are streamers, right? Those are real right? people. Those yeah. are real people. Oh, so, okay. yeah. so okay. they want the marketing muscle For of these sure. people but talking yes. on oh, the Twitch I guess stream that's true. again. Yeah. Like that's. You can try to make a movie, right? And you can have writers and people involved that have no idea what they're talking about. We've seen that in different movies where, yeah. like, they're trying to do something current and then won't listen to the people that understand the world. Sure, sure, sure. These people go, and to their credit, and we know Ryan Reynolds is a marketing genius with his Mint Mobile and his tequila and Deadpool doing the advertising okay. for this movie. Like, he gets it. And so he goes and enlists real Twitch streamers for this movie. You have Dan TDM, Jacksepticeye, Ninja, Pokimane, um, Oh, there's another one, but there's there's tons. Of it these feels real like you're speaking a different language. Yeah, but, but I thought you had a stroke. I was, <laughs> but it's worried. Pokey, but I'm it's telling Pokemon. you what in the in this in this theater, people were losing their minds. Is that right? Because kids watching the movie when they saw their favorite streamer, this movie's so smart for not there being was like nobody in the screening. I was, <laughs> oh, yeah, I went to a, a Saturday show of it. Gotcha. And, uh, they, but pe- oh my gosh, the people were just like when some when Ninja came up, they're like, oh Ninja, and then some people obviously loved Pokemon as their favorite stream, and they go, oh my god, it's Pokey, you know, and like that's really cool. And what they easily could have done is made a movie about video games, and then had it look like some ten year old game they were emulating, sure, right? Sure, like sure. they actually clearly got people to write this movie that had a love for it, and I thought that the two programmers were actually really believable because when I saw Steve from Stranger Things, Keys talking about his game in that 2015 clip he was saying a lot of stuff about code and all this and i was like he's a good actor because (laughs) that stuff he was saying was technically very accurate and also sounded like a foreign language to people that didn't know it sure but he sounded like he believed in it it was really cool how the way he talked about the game i'm like wow this is just joe curie the actor but he (laughs) he gets it he gets it so So, i mean just real quick the he because he is in love with this avatar she tells him 
him, look, man, you can't help me unless you level up. And he was like, how do I do that? And of course, she's like, what are you, stupid? Like, yeah. what do you... So well, and, and she calls him a noob. She yeah, goes, you really right. are a noob. Very like, game, again, gaming more gaming terms. terminology where she's... She, but she kind of... There's something endearing about him. She's like, all right, all right, right I'll tell right. you. You get to level 100 and, and we'll then talk we about talk. it. So and instead, this is hilarious. The tear that he goes on. Right. Instead of doing bad stuff, he's stopping bank robberies. Yeah. He's helping this woman find her cats. He's doing all the good people, like the good stuff. And the uh, things, okay, the things they do, again, for the gaming nerds, the stuff I really appreciate in this, when someone dies, little money floats above them, yeah. and he gathers them and puts them <laughs> in his bank account. That's all, that's Grand Theft Auto. I do love that he was pining after these stupid looking shoes. And he, I guess one person's down in front of him, he just happens to pick up the cash, and it, he yeah. goes to check his ATM, and he was like, oh. So and he a, finds every like day the, he wants these shoes, but he has $173, right. and it's a $200 pair of shoes. He picks up his money, and he has 3000 in the <laughs> bank, so he goes and gets them. Well, he doesn't realize that he's in a game of course he doesn't realize these objects have power-ups yeah so those shoes have super jump potential they have three jumps the later yeah. in the, in the that game. plays into a thing later yeah. i will also say it looks pretty great like this movie looks pretty fantastic the special effects in this movie yeah. are great yeah. except for the fake buff ryan reynolds at the end it was a little weird that was like creepy. The, the face the face did not match up all the time yeah and i can't tell if i like there are moments where i was like they just didn't put a face on it because i feel like faked like it's you know which it's, makes it's a sense. real body yeah. With a, yeah yes i thought it was pretty good but it was I, fine in the but i do agree that i think the problem moments. was that it looked like a video game but when you're in the video yeah. game world it didn't look like a video yeah. game right yeah. it was right, right, you know right. and so if they had made everything kind of had that yeah. that sheen when you were in the video game world but since they didn't it, yeah. it was more well that dude was a massive individual yeah that was another really smart move though now that you mention it i i really love the way that they didn't make this movie look like an animated like ready player one right ready player mm. one's a 90 percent animated movie yeah yeah so that i think it should have been eligible for animated movie it had like five real life cutscenes or whatever i'm being <laughs> you know i'm not serious but it really the live action stuff is so minor and this movie i really like how they used uh when you saw ryan reynolds in free city in per, like down on the ground with him it was live action and then when you would go back to the real world when you would see the the people in the real world the watching screen, the game it was all video game yeah. graphics yeah and and uh really good like the ryan reynolds looked, looked like, like ryan reynolds, reynolds right yes. they did a good job but you could tell it was a video game and they recreated channing tatum they did that with all the characters had uh that you saw on screens they really recreated their cg video game look and yeah. i thought that was smart to make it non-animated movie and make it feel like you were in the game uh but also to portray like hey yeah people aren't seeing a because you're like well no one has graphics that good to be live <laughs> sure, action sure, sure. how could they be playing this real life looking so the people aren't actually seeing that and it was a nice mixture there yeah uh but so the special effects of car chases were pretty of impressive. explosions were seamless and i think also we've talked about this before when you create a world that is supposed to be a video game uh, specifically video games but anything that's supposed to be in like a recreation uh you, the special effects don't have to be photorealistic all the time right. because you go, oh, it's a video game. Right. And it feels like a video game. So it's a little bit of a cheat uh, in most cases. A cheat it, code. Ooh, right? Up, up, down, down. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> my only video game reference I'm going to make that's not based on Space Invaders or Dragons <laughs> later. Yeah. But I don't mean that to like downplay because the special effects looked great. But even if something like, there, moved a little weird... When there like, was some wonkiness, you could chalk it up to being a video game, yeah. which is why... I, when they had the the buff Ryan Reynolds yeah. avatar at the end, it it didn't work for me because yeah. it was too much in that direction. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so 
he just he goes on this tear where he and then of of course everybody's like who is this guy like they can't yeah. figure out who he is the Taika Waititi comes and he's like take him out of the game like what are Taika you doing Waititi who clearly filmed for a day oh yeah and I'm All- sorry. I hated. He him was in this movie. he was so he over was the top, so bad. I love Taika Waititi, but I did not this like was him either. Bad. I'm glad I'm not alone. I I just whatever he was doing, and I get that he was trying to be a douchey, whatever. Totally, but it didn't it, work from him for some. Me reason. not like it wasn't. I didn't like the character. It's like I didn't like his the portrayal. I know. Yeah. Like he, I like, know I'm I not supposed did to. Did he like have the a character. stuffy nose, or was that his choice to be like a, a nasally nerdy guy? I wonder he, if, the whole time he had this. They talk like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder if that's how he kind of suppressed his accent. I don't. I mean, I don't his think accent had was, an accent, but too, it wasn't. Though. It didn't seem like as thick as I hear it in other things. Okay, and, I don't, but, but but I don't. I I, I agree. Kind of like I, I love The Rock, but I don't like his Jungle Cruise. Like it's nothing as Taika Waititi, and I think he's a genius. He's a brilliant comedian, uh, but I I don't think he was right for the role you know, it's, either. He he went for it. He went for and it. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Sometimes yeah. when you go for it. You yeah. get a Jack Sparrow. You get a Jack Sparrow. Other times you go for it, you get a Tonto. Yeah. Or, or you get, or you get a Mordecai. There it is. There, yeah. Yeah. Right, you know. right, right. Or you get the guy from... Or Dark Shadows. Or Dark Shadows. I was thinking of the guy that or was you, We could do this a lot with Johnny Or Dark. the guy in the Kevin Smith movies. Yeah. Which guy? <laughs> Johnny Depp oh, with the Kevin the, oh, Smith movies. Mordecai, isn't that his name? <laughs> no. No, and he's uh, uh, Guy uh, Lafleur or something with the penis like that. No, not face. Guy Lafleur. That's from Mallrats. <laughs> the guy with the, the straw hat. It was Guy, Guy something. Yeah, yeah, but not Guy Lafleur. Yeah. Uh, Guy. Uh, LaPerrier. Oh, I can't even think uh, of it. But you know who we're yeah, talking yeah. about. Uh, yeah, so. I actually don't mind that character in those movies because the movies the old, are ridiculous. So, yeah. like, I it, that was just a joke. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was something. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he's going through Free City, and he's doing, and he's leveling up by doing good things. And of course, they want to get this guy out of the game. So, uh, but they can't. They can't figure out what's going on. So finally, the debuggers. Finally, Keys figures it out. Like yeah. he's like, wait. Like he looks at his code, and his code is like off the charts. So you can see, where it, you, you know. can see all the players on the map, and NPCs don't register in their system because they're just background code, right? So when they're monitoring activity, they're not going to see them because there's thousands, tens of thousands. They don't, you know, they're all over the map. And so anytime that they see Guy getting into this stuff, they're watching, they're like, who is this? And they think he's a hacker. Right, they think it's right. a hacker that has taken over because all the NPCs in the game, uh, they have like skins in the gaming term, the character model, uh, the players can customize all this stuff, but you can't use the skin of a of an NPC. Which I love that line. He's like, "What's going? Take your off your skin." It's like, why would I do that? Yeah. Like, I was born with it. I like it. Oh, it keeps yeah. coming back. He's like, "Yeah, take care of my skin." It's really <laughs> that was good. So finally, he levels up to the point where uh, he can fight alongside Millie, and they get in and they get the. They find this one thing, and then I think that finally, like they get, they reset the entire game, and everybody goes back. So J- Joe Keery's character is getting more and more on board with Millie and what she's trying right. to do, and uh, you know, it, it's a little bit. I mean, this is a trope we see time and time again, but they're best friends. They're developers in the interview. They set it up. They're like, are you two going to be a couple or anything like that? No, 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 no. no. (laughs) And like, clearly uh, keys has feelings for Millie. It's just that, that trope of the, you know, the guy that, you know, wants to be more than friends and she doesn't realize she's oblivious to it. Uh, But more and more he helps her. And then when he really helps her to get into the safe house, which is like the last thing she's like, I just got to get in there. And the player, uh, the Channing Tatum character is off doing something else for five minutes. She's like, yeah, I, he, He's like, I unlocked the door, but he eventually like records this big long diatribe that she cuts off early. But of course, you know, right <laughs> yeah, at the right, right time, yeah, she, right. she gets what she needs and she turns it off. But like the whole thing is him because these guys were having TV interviews and no, and they never watched them in real time. They never watched themselves on TV. Right. Yeah, like, okay. yeah. <laughs> what? What is it? 
it's this old interview she's never. No, seen. this isn't the interview. This is him. Like uh, I thought that was him recording something for her. Like, oh, he did. Oh, he that oh, was the okay. message. Yeah. But the gotcha. message he just says, "Hey, you know, this is how uh, it's when." Now this is a little bit later than the safe house, but moving forward, he's talking about when they rebooted the system that Joe was alluding to, how the code works, and he's like, you know. Guy has a like a, a cycle. The NPCs have this cycle of things they do in daily life, but his is getting more complex. Right, and he's the code is going off in different directions, and so well they show these, they show it, and it looks they like he's got like one line of code, and then there's a moment where like all of a sudden his code explodes, it branches into, like, off, reds and blues and yellows, and so he he's trying to, to evolve. He's trying to explain to her. He's like, "You're right," because the whole time with the NDA and and them not talking to each other, he doesn't believe that the codes in the game. He's like, "I just want to do my job, whatever that." game is in the past but once he sees this he's like right. you're right this is our code it works so the whole the whole reason that guy is doing this is because their uh, original game code it's allowing the uh ai the or the npcs to become their own ai and grow and develop uh Which a, i gotta tell you life. that's how terminator starts <laughs> this is saying. a skynet prequel. very very much sky so so yeah. he says this to her she's like i knew it i gotta go get this proof or whatever she's doing at the time and then so she shuts the video off but later that video continues on right. and he says well i needed i needed uh someone to for this character i was building the ai to be like to want to meet the girl of his dreams and who else better to model that after than the girl that I sit next to every day all day and, but then later on he elaborates like and it's you and blah 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 and gives this feeling she can't figure out where she's like the girl I sit next I to know, every day it's like, she's it's, like they made it very clear that you have built the game <laughs> but, 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 but she cut it but she cut it yeah yeah but she cut it off though where it's like not romantic but he's like oh that's nice like she just took it as oh I'm, he modeled yeah. it after the person yeah. next to him the only person but <laughs> later on he's like because I love you, you know, it's yeah. Like, yeah. so yeah just to speed this up chub. Uh, yeah right <laughs> Some, he, I don't need you're my blue chew, baby. You are. <laughs> Jeez, nice call Millie realizes she has got to tell Guy the truth that you're in a game. This is not like I'm real. You're not real. This is all going to because what they're going to do is they're going to shut this game down. Free City 2 is coming and they're going to demolish Free City 1 and everything that comes along with it, including Guy and all of his friends and everybody in this game. So all Taiko Atiti cares about is people paying for the new game. Right. And it's supposed to be backwards compatible where you can bring your old characters in and that's not going to get done in time. So he tells his team like whatever, just port over all the new stuff. It doesn't matter the old stuff. And, and then this is where um, Keys has problem with it and his other team's like we promised whatever and he's like I don't care I don't care yeah right so finally you know he guy has an existential crisis where he's just like this you know he's kind of goes against free the nice free guy where he's just like you're wrong and why don't you you know the scene where he's yelling at the lady to about the cats I was like well that's about as Ryan Reynolds as yeah. we're gonna get and this uh, but yeah. there's a cat lady in the Lego movie there's a coffee guy is in there the a Lego cat lady movie. in the Lego yes. movie yes I just I don't get why they had to take like that's my one big complaint and I know I mentioned it earlier but there's so many things about his daily routine that are the same as the Lego movie yeah they're blatant and I, I really wish they could have gotten more creative now they elaborate more with the coffee thing and free will and the coffee person's doing something for themselves but still like why are so many parts of his daily routine involving coffee and cat ladies <laughs> and waking up and saying hi to your fish like right. Emmett yeah. did the same all of the stuff. stuff right so anyway yeah so we should mention the so the little Ray moment. I thought was really sweet. I thought that was really good between I re- the two of I them. Really, that was a really good yeah. scene, and the scene with between Ryan Reynolds and, or Guy and Millie, yeah. where she kind of 
destroys his world and he has an emotional response to it that those were both there's some really, really emotional good, stuff really good right scenes. and this yeah, movie yeah, yeah. is supposed to be this big budget goofy thing that's kind of that's what people i think sometimes we forget about ryan reynolds is when he wants to go like that dude can go he can mm-hmm. act he can oh yeah absolutely that's act. why i know exactly he gets typecast in this stuff but we've seen him act and that's what i was saying earlier is i really appreciate the layered performance he gets to get but that moment between him and lil ray um you know he play lil ray howard plays his best friend uh, security guard at the bank he works at and he goes to him and he says hey man this is all real not real i, I want to open your eyes all this is fake and he talks to him he's like hey i'm just a guy trying to help his best friend he's great like scene. he's like what's not real about that and i think that's a really poignant yeah. oh, moment oh, i was in thinking the, film. Of the scene where he wanted to put the glasses on you mean the scene in the apartment no, no, no before that when he comes to him yeah in his apartment his house and okay let's go and he's like gives him ryan reynolds gives him a hypothetical and he's like, okay hypothetical and he goes off in this whole thing and he's like that's not the point just listen <laughs> yeah. but lil ray tells him he's like what is not real about a person trying to console his best friend and make him feel better and it was a really poignant moment yeah. and i think that people this goes back to people saying like why would you watch someone play a video game right like that's not real but then people sit in front of their couch and and watch, watch sports all day yeah. right what is not real about this? If you're experiencing something that gives you joy, that allows you to build friendships and hone your skills and all that. Yeah. And I think that's really deeper than just the surface level. This is a video game because that applies to things where people tell people, oh, what you like is stupid or why do you yeah. do that? It's like, no, to them, that is their thing. And I just thought that was a really beautiful moment that it, it's so much deeper than just this video game situation that people really need to step back, like especially people online yeah. where they say like your opinion's wrong. That movie's stupid. You clearly are dumb. Like that kind of criticism because that's not healthy and nope. all this is opinion anyway. And so I really liked that moment that even though they're in a video game, these characters with this AI, what uh, Keys keeps calling like, the first ever AI. And I'm like, what? How? Okay, let's <laughs> slow your roll there. I don't know if they created the first AI, but I think that they were trying to. I took that as them saying that like it that it was becoming sentient. Yeah, and, and you know, like, but really, they like, they did it in the military. Like, I don't know if they really <laughs> created the first, but anyway, in the game world, but these complex ai characters have uh become something more real and just because they're in a game like they've created people that are free thinking so it's also then goes into this uh like ex machina this is seriously i know it sounds crazy but like this is the silly summer blockbuster but they're really getting on the same level of discussion of well just because you created it now if they have thoughts and can think for themselves is it okay to just do whatever you want with these robots because they're free you know so i liked that that scene is touching and also touched on that other stuff more philosophical stuff sure uh yeah so just we speed through this they basically figure out that the ai or the original platform is still in free city this was really clever he scrubbed he scrubbed scrubbed right past it but he scrubbed the view of it and it's on the what's called the boundaries of games that you can go on but he didn't scrub the reflection on guys (laughs) that was like that's genius yeah i like i like that especially because like they keep showing you him playing with the blinds and and it just gets. It, it is a nice. They hit it in plain you, sight. You thought that he was just looking out on yeah, the town, right? But that's a thing in gaming where you program these objects and the reflections. And I, I thought that was a really smart way to hide it in plain. It also sight. shows how dumb Taika Waititi really is that they didn't scrub. Like he's it's all it's he's, hubris he's so, too. He's so careless and hubris. But it's yeah, hubris. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't he delete their whole island? No, he erased it from view and kept it there to antagonize the girl. It's his hubris, right? And him being a jerk, right. basically. And it ended up just like all bad guys. 
you know, right. I'm going to explain to you my whole plot right. and walk away before you're dead. <laughs> it's it's that. And but it worked really well to that character. It was true to the yeah. Taika Waititi. Douche so character. they. They Taika figure... Waititi's playing the guy from Grandma's Boy. You've seen Grandma's Boy? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's another the, the movie guy, the, where he works the, the in a game developer. Guy. And the yeah. guy's on the Segway. Yes, the, that yes. funny, skinny, string bean guy. He was uh, from Dodgeball. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So they actually, they end up kicking out Millie's character of the game altogether. But so Guy takes it upon himself. They're going to, they, Keys has built them this bridge to get across to the thing. All of a sudden, uh, Taika Waititi, and everybody's like into this game. Like they have figured it out they are streaming this game live like a, a keys somehow tells the entire world that they're going to stream this game everybody's watching it uh and taika watiti says release the dude and of course here comes the the updated version of guy for free city 2 which is this muscle-bound jock idiot and this that, is a that funny... isn't fully developed yet so he doesn't have full like vocabulary yeah, he's but like, like catchphrase he was but, like no that's good yeah i love that this gag though it's such a simple gag but it's like the up guy 2.0 is called dude like yeah, you know what right, i mean like right, guy right. dude but but it, he's got a blue shirt tattoo, a tattoo on, on him yeah. it's it's a really funny visual gag and so this is where my question comes in yeah. is i wonder if this scene was retooled post buyout there's no way that this scene gets into the movie pre-Fox buyout. Yeah, no, Disney has owned... So Disney produced this movie? Or was this oh, but our... this is Fox is what you're saying. Yeah, so this, how is, a, could this Fox is a Fox movie. So the, it must the next, have came, it must This, have this must have been a, a, a reshoot. Yeah. So guy, this... he's fighting the dude and he's losing and they're like, get up, get up, get up. This was great. And the <laughs> this was fantastic. Guy puts on his glasses and in your glasses you usually get, like, have your, a heads, your heads up display, up display yeah. and you have your inventory. So he scrolls through and it. And you can't see it. He's moving so fast yeah. and he hits something and then as the, the dude swings down... Uh, Ryan Reynolds the guy has a shield and it plays the Captain America it music. plays the Avengers music yeah and it, and it pans around and he's got Captain America's shield and, and they do a cuts quick to Chris, cut to Chris Evans going holy <laughs> and then cuts back and then you know he has the a whole can the yeah, and he, yeah. Has a whole can, yeah and he right. hits him with it <laughs> yeah then he pulls out a lightsaber Light. in the right. Star Wars music and everybody's plays. like was that a lightsaber? And then he like, pulls. Oh, then lightsaber. he pulls out the gravity gun from Half-Life 2 is that what that was then he pulls out the portal gun from portal I mean the w- and he has a Mega Man blaster arm yes. in one of the scenes. Yeah. The way that they actually used real property, because you know in movies usually it's just like you know Schmaff life, or you know <laughs> yeah. they're not using the Here, real stuff. Here's a, here's a red and blue shield without a star in right. the middle. Right, so, Man, Sackman. exactly. Yeah. So I like that they used much like Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph works because you're like I yeah. know that game. I played that. Right, and sure. Luckily they own a lot of these properties. Yeah, but with the gaming ones, they actually got those licensed things in, and I think that's a really neat moment. And they also didn't overuse it. Right, it was one, it was a quick thing. All those Easter eggs were at the end, aside from like Mega Man and some of the little hidden ones, but. The showdown, I'm glad the whole movie wasn't like, oh, we have lightsabers. No, we have Marvel skins and all that. Like, it didn't become an overused thing. Like, let me just blast you with IP. (laughs) Space Jam 2. And it really worked. Or Ready Player One. Ready Player One, I think, was already there, But Ready Player, yeah, I feel like Ready Player One. I mean, it was baked into the story, but. The book and. Yeah, yeah. with the exception of the Shining thing. But you can do it well, and it's like, well, Ready Player One doesn't exist without IP. Right, right. And Space Jam was just like. Hey, have you heard of Warner Brothers? We're <laughs> Warner Brothers. Like, yeah. So he gets, he ends up running across, and at this point, Taika Waititi. Well, dude is, has him dead to rights. Yeah, and then he puts the glasses on dude, which is another nice reveal. Like he didn't just use his objects to blow dude up. Right. He showed him all the shiny things. He's just like pick running up. around grabbing yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, so while, while all of this is going on, um, Taika Waititi is smashing the servers. Yeah. 
And it's, so the game, free free city is starting to be destroyed one thing at a time, which is such a movie like over dramatic way of just like you just turn the power off to destroy these servers. I love destroying them with an yeah, axe. With an axe. <laughs> uh, so guy is running across with Buddy, which is his friend, yeah. and there's this moment where like he and he almost like dusts like he event you know like Avengers Infinity yeah, War. Yeah. Like, he dusts away because the server has been destroyed. I like the way they visualized it. Is it realistic? No. Like things would usually shut down. Pretty, it's like pixelated. Yeah, and, yeah, it wouldn't really do that. But the snap. It, it's the a snap, yeah, it's right. a nice way to visualize right. it. Yeah. So he runs and he ends up just as the everything was about to get shut down. He clears the the boundary and everybody's watching. And there's and little Ray. He has to say bye to. Him. That's what I'm saying. Like little yeah. Ray dusts away. Yeah. Uh, but it's a nice moment because like I'm fine. He's like this, this has is been the, the best, best day, day of my, my life. life. Yeah, really touching stuff. Yeah, and, like I I think I had tears in my eyes in that moment. Seriously, like that friendship was really well done. They were they were good together. They were, they were yeah. yeah. I'd be interested to see them in like something that's rated R. And this is a movie where it's like yeah, there's a romance, but it's a romance that would never work. Instead <laughs> yeah. of somehow I was putting, wondering how that was going to play out. Instead of putting Ryan Reynolds' yeah. consciousness in some kind of body like they would in a generic movie or whatever, they just let it be a, like the friendship between the bros right. and the friendship with him and Millie. Yeah, they maintained the internal logic instead yeah. of coming up with a plot device oh, let's like get him out of the game so yeah. they can fall in love it's like but no, no he, they that, didn't right yeah. so guy gets across the They'll barrier screw that up in the sequel though don't yeah. worry they will yeah uh gets across the barrier and reveals that that life or whatever it's called is really yeah. there and it's a big t- it's something like this is life yeah it's, it's something like, like that yeah, something about life and life then, itself <laughs> no? is that what it's called i think it's called life itself oh, all right this of course destroys Taika Waititi's entire empire because it comes out that he had stolen this or used the, the use this thing. I guess Millie comes to the agreement that you take, you know you what? Take though? This part, I'll take this. You part. You know what though? I think what is even the bigger lesson though is I don't think it would have destroyed his empire. I think that he would have had to give a few million dollars and like that would ruin his hubris. But at the end of the day, it's not going to destroy his company. She's not going to own his company because of it. No. And, you know, and at the end of the day, like you're about to say, it's like, you know, she doesn't want, it's not about the money. It's about the project. So she bargains. She says, just give me our game back and you can have all the future rights. And he's like, that's so stupid. Why would you do that? Why would you give up millions of dollars for some dumb game? And she's just like, it's not about the money, you know? And, and that's another nice lesson where it's just like, like it was never about the money; it was about not having your stuff stolen from you. Like, which I also call yeah, kind of like, bull on. You know, take the money. Yeah, it depends on how. <laughs> I it know, depends again. on what the money. Like, if somebody's like, "Here's a billion dollars," it's about. But the that's money. The, but that's the altruism again. They built up from that 2015 interview segment. Like, I think the point is, is that artists, video game developers who are also artists, you know, they want yeah. their work out there, and they weren't doing it for the money. So this character has that. Like, I get it. Take the money and do whatever, but. But if it meant she got her baby back and was able to share Rips. it with the world. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So. Uh, and which is kind of what happens yeah. is they relaunch This Is Life or whatever. Yeah. And it's kind of got a it's got a bit of a free city feel to it. But it's also got like this fantastical element. Like yeah. Vines up on buildings and dinosaurs and stuff. It looks more of like a, there's a survival game called Ark. And uh, there's like dinosaurs and, and dragons. And it's more like jungle and stuff oh, okay. like that. It's, but this is more of a utopia, right? So it's not about killing the dragons and slaying these creatures and taking them over like in those games this is more about just walking around and taking in you know this this dinosaur has evolved to live among these people and now they've have their own role in society like it's about everybody the people the animals coexisting and what kind of habitat can we create together and And that's that's basically what they're doing yeah uh, so, but and there's like futuristic cars floating around. It's right. a cool looking concept. Yeah. Since the since he rushed Free City Two, Taika Waititi's game is 
plummeting and it's you know that he's losing this lawsuit yeah. and all this. So his his empire is crumbling. Uh, and I thought they should have had it end with him getting uh, sued by Disney. For copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah. For the things in the game. For all the for things. Yeah, that that one one funny. Yeah. Uh, so now I guess it's the three of them. It's Millie and Keys and the other guy. Uh, and they are working out of this apartment to try and, you know, their, their, their game is starting to take off big time and they're working really hard. And uh, Keys kind of makes a move to Millie and then she does not pick up on it at all. And then she sees the rest of that interview. Right. And then, of course, she runs after him and they kiss in the in the rain and or not in the rain but just like in the city and that's how it ends and yeah. we should say that like guy tells her like inside the second game he's like go what do you of course you can't live here what are you stupid like get out of here uh and then like, that's where we get to the them in the apartment and that's how it ends and little ray howard comes back little ray howard eyes. does come back yes yes and they're best friends and which like that's, it's, it's kind of it's, when you it's, see him get erased you're like well his code he was an ai so they surely have a backup somewhere you that. would hope you wouldn't just <laughs> erase the character like they're all in the game they don't just delete i did them. like the juxtaposition of keys and millie meeting in the middle of the street and then guy and buddy i wish they had the edited street. that i so it toggled back and forth because i had the same thought i was like because the the stuff in the real world was really cheesy yeah and it would have been nice to kind of had it have it like poke fun of it in real time by in the having game. those two yes in the game i agree i also liked moment. them having their own moment though because it was so nice again that bromance between them was so yeah. just real really yeah i was this it. was like a big it was a big fun action it didn't rewrite the book it did some really smart things it was really really clever really really good performances sean levy we've talked about has got a weird track record like his director stuff is like all over the place so but it's i mean this was not an easy movie to get out we said it's been delayed for a year like it's been sitting there we assume that the captain america and lightsaber and hulk hand were all reshoots post disney buyout i mean that whole scene is all cg anyway so it couldn't have been that hard to do uh, but it was good. It was fun. It was, was a good time with the movies. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. If you're a gamer, you'll really appreciate this in the way like Wreck-It Ralph and much like that movie, uh, you can appreciate it even if you aren't because there's funny moments, nice moments, good lessons. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a good movie. I do, And that's the thing is like I think Ryan Reynolds is an underrated actor. And what I mean by that is he has kind of found himself in these Deadpool snarky, uh, smarmy, smart-ass roles. But when he wants to do something, you know, and go, there's stuff that he's done. Like there's a movie called buried that is really, he's really good in and he's the only actor in the entire movie. It's just him in a coffin. Mm-hmm. There's some other stuff out there. I don't really, it's like, he kind of started doing like the badass action stuff. Safe house. I thought he was good. Smoke in. and aces and safe house yeah. are both kind of, in I like him vein. in that role where he can be more serious. You know, like, I mean, the smartest thing is funny in Deadpool, but there's only so much that, yeah, but smoke and aces and safe house. He plays more of a serious action, like with like smart ass content. Yeah. Know, like moments, but that he's a under badass. delivered smart ass. Yes. Where it's not yes. yuck, yuck. It's like under your breath. Right. Clever. Right. So I, I do, I do appreciate that he is, uh, he does not get the credit that he probably deserves all the time because he has found this yeah. character yeah. that works really well. Good. But he's but really no, he's good. good. He's yeah. the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I guess uh, that's it for this one. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our Patreon at patreon.com slash real spoilers. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, if the wham overheats, the dip will malfunction. Get
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.